You are about to listen to The Light of Emuna, a Parsha podcast based on the teachings of the Or HaEmunah weekly publication by Harav Menachem Azolai. This podcast is being produced Lezecher Nishmas Rachel Bas Yosef Zed. Translation and narration by Dove Elias. For more information, please visit the Light of Emuna website at www.tloe.us. Welcome to the Light of Amuna podcast, Parshas Achrei Mois Kedoshim. This adaptation is dedicated in honor of my dear wife Devora and our dear daughter Tova Zoe, and for Rafua Shlema Faratza Bas Rochel, Henya Bas Fredel, Menachemordechai Ben Ophira, Rivka Bas Simalea, Micha Chaim Ben Sara, and all the other people who need Rafuas in this difficult time. Parshas Kedoshim opens Kedoshim to you, Ki Kodosh Ani Hashem Alekechem. You shall be holy, for holy am I, Hashem your God. The Sefer Parshias explains, it says, you shall be holy, and immediately thereafter it says, every man, your mother and father, shall you revere. Why does the Torah place holiness and awe of parents in such proximity? Where there is holiness in the home, between parents, there is honor and reverence from the children. However, if there is no holiness, God forbid, there is no respect and no reverence for parents. Chutzpah reigns. A son rises against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. In Parak Yutes, Pasuk Yutches, the Pasuk says, You shall love your neighbor as yourself, I am Hashem. When a person makes peace with a friend, Hashem provides him with such inner harmony. We love Hashem so much that it seems to us as if the entire story of our tshuva is exclusively between us and Hashem. However, if we begin to clear some space for others, love them and offer them encouragement, or at least think kind thoughts about them, we realize how much more we love Hashem. You shall love your fellow as yourself is the ability to focus on the good parts in other people. It is impossible to attain a benevolent outlook if we do not first look favorably, favorably upon ourselves. We must recognize our own charm. We must recall that we are part of godliness from above. We must begin with that. Otherwise, if we do not appreciate that we too are remarkable, that Hashem loves us, that we contain such divine light, we will never be able to see the good in others. If we think ourselves to be unworthy, we will certainly only see evil in others, so as to mollify ourselves that we are not the worst. However, if we see our own self-worth, we will learn to see the incredible aspects in others, and we will not have an evil eye towards them, because we do not see ourselves with a negative perspective. The Pasuk in Parakyut Tes, Pasukyut Zion says, You shall not hate your brother in your heart. The Torah commands in this week's Parsha that you shall not hate your brother in your heart. This hatred often begins with jealousy and the inability to be happy for others. We must battle against jealousy in its infancy before it grows to alarming proportions. Once we are in its clutches, it eats us alive. As the Pasuk in Mishle says, kina, Jealousy is the rot of the bones, as was said in Mishle by Shlomo Melech, the wisest man of all. We can help. What can help us in this war is the recognition that whatever we have and whatever our friend has is precisely calculated to bring each person to his own purpose. We must strengthen our satisfaction with our lot. This is essentially the secret of joy for Jews throughout the generations. Whatever the Creator gives me is good, and I am happy with it. That does not mean that we may not want more, but we must focus on what we have and be happy with it. When we are happy and satisfied with what we have, we have no reason to be envious of others. 
In truth, what difference does it make what someone else has? Whether he has something or does not have it, what difference does it make to us? Or if someone else has quote-unquote arrived, what does it have to do with us? Our mission in life is exclusively ours, and it is irrespective of anyone else's. We must return to the state of being satisfied with our lot and accustom ourselves to declare, True, I do not have it all, but I have so much. The world is sustained by forgiveness and pardon. A person who forgives and pardons his fellow supports the world. To forgive and pardon someone who has harmed us, hurt us, or caused us pain is almost impossible. It is so difficult that Hashem had to command us in this week's Parsha to losikom velositar, not to take revenge and not bear a grudge. Revenge means just as you did this to me, I will do the same to you. Just as you caused me pain, I will cause you pain. Just as you withheld a favor from me when I needed your help, you were able to help but you did not want to, I will refrain from doing a favor for you now that you need one. Bearing a grudge means overcoming and successfully doing a favor for someone who had previously withheld a favor, but without forgetting, holding on to the complaint. You see, I did you a favor despite your refusal to help me. We are obligated to forgive, to pardon, to erase the negative acts that someone did to us from our hearts. Moreover, to repay harm with kindness. How can we perform the mitzvah of you shall love your fellow as yourself towards someone who has mistreated us, hurt us, caused us pain? Sometimes we continue for years holding on to our anger, hatred, the desire for revenge. We eagerly await the other person's downfall. Moreover, if he falls, we believe that it was because of us that he received his just punishment. However, if we succeed in overcoming our evil inclination and cleanse our hearts, if we manage to love instead of hate, we merit seeing great light and our lives are filled with the taste of Gan Eden. This is not some special pious level. HaKadosh Baruch Hu demands this from each and every Jew. Where can we find this strength? From, as the Pasuk in Devarim, Perachov Ches, Pasuk Tes says, V'halachta bedrachav, you shall go in his ways. Just as Hashem is merciful, we too must be merciful. Just as he is compassionate, we too must be compassionate. Just as he performs chesed, we too must perform chesed. A person who conquers what his nature propels him towards and overcomes his base traits, a person who does not hate, does not take revenge, does not bear a grudge against those who have hurt him, rather he forgets everything and removes it from his heart as if it never happened, is a person of whom Hashem is proud. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu expects every Jew to forgive and forget, it is a clear sign that we are capable of it, because he never demands anything that is beyond our abilities. The Pasuk in Parak Yutes, Pasuk Tezayin says, You shall not be a gossip monger among, among your people. The Torah commands this in this week's parsha. These four words, well, four words in Hebrew, contain so much, the enormous topic of Lashon Hara and forbidden speech that disgraces others. Even truth is forbidden if it hurts the honor of another. Yiddishkeit in its beauty. Sometimes it is so hard to withstand its seduction. So many stumble in this arena. We must learn well from those exemplary figures who made Yiddishkeit flourish throughout the generations, who refrained from listening to negative statements about others. Instead of gossiping, we must learn to judge Jews favorably, speak the praises of others, enhance Ahavas Yisrael, and draw hearts close. It is forbidden to embarrass anyone. We must protect their honor. It is so easy to scorn others or knock them down, often with just one word or no words at all, a simple wave of the hand or a disdainful glance, and he can be completely broken. 
Do not forget, Hashem is with our friends too, not only with us. We must remember that everything we have can be gone in an instant. No one has guaranteed that tomorrow we will not find ourselves in the exact same place that our friend is in currently. Therefore, we must be careful not to judge, disqualify, besmirch. Even if we think differently than others, we must do so with respect. We may not belittle others, because when we embarrass someone, he wants to die. All of the color drains from his face. It is like murder. Humiliating others is humiliating the divine within each person, because every person is a portion of the Holy Shekhinah. If we humiliate someone, we harm the divine glory, because every Jew is a part of the divine above. This is true for everyone. Even spouses must honor each other, and their children, and their neighbors. Our entire mission is to love each other. Only via love of each other can we receive the Torah and the light of Rabbi Nachman. Love of our friends is the first condition to the acceptance of our prayers. First and foremost, we must love each other with heart and soul. If there is some separation between two people, if people are not yielding to each other, our prayers will not be accepted. The Yid HaKadosh used to say that if two Jews sit down to drink a cup of tea and each one believes himself to be no better than the other and is embarrassed by and in awe of the other, all of their sins are immediately forgiven. The main challenge is when someone knocks us down, hurts us, causes us suffering, nevertheless to love and embrace them, bear them no ill will. Just the opposite, we have mercy on them because we know that it was an evil spirit or a foolish mood that possessed them. Is that a reason to disqualify them? If you want to begin fulfilling, you shall love your, fa- your neighbor as yourself. First, fulfill refraining from doing to others what we do not like having done to us. This is easier than loving them. We do not like being insulted. Do not insult others. We do not like being spoken to disrespectfully. Do not speak impolitely to others. We want our family to honor us. Honor them. Love is obligatory. There is no greater obligation than this. We must increase kind words to each other, words that gladden hearts. Unconditional love brings the redemption. Klal Yisrael is one entity. We do not always feel it because we are still people who have trouble tolerate. There are still people who we have trouble tolerating. However, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the father of all of us. He loves all of us. We do not have the option of not loving each other. We must invest all of our efforts into this. As simple as it seems, it is still so difficult. We must fight against our egos. Hashem instilled self-interest into our genetic makeup. We cannot entertain the notion that Hakadosh Baruch Hu implanted a negative trait in us for its own sake. Rather, he wants us to work, toil, and overcome our natural inclinations so as to do his will. What does he want of us? He wants us to live lives of giving and chesed and loving others. It is very difficult to forgive those who have hurt us badly. What helps us do so? Emuna. A person can get angry, he can fight with other people, he can want to knock down walls in frustration, and he can constantly try to find the errors in others. However, as soon as he remembers who did all this, he is calm, he returns to himself, he connects to the light that is called Ein Od Milvado, there is nothing aside from Hashem. A Jew must constantly strengthen his amuna. Every challenge that he endures in life is another drop of amuna. Amuna that it is all Hashem's actions and whatever happens to us is for the best. It is all from Hashem's compassion. The Pasuk in Eicha, Paragimel Pasuk Lamechet says, Is it not from the mouth of the Most High that evil or good emanate? In this world, it is not easy to recognize that suffering is for the best. That is a level for tzaddikim. For us simple Jews, it is very difficult. What can help us? If we contemplate well the tens of thousands of kindnesses and favors that a Baruch Hu provides us with in every moment and every hour.
So many good things happen to us each day. So many things go well for us. So many things give us joy. Do we remember, do we remember who gives us all of this? HaKadosh Baruch Hu continues to provide abundance without limit or measure, copious amounts of life, health, healing, abundance of Torah, success in ed- educating our children, peace at home, our homes itse- themselves. What does He not provide? Everything works, and all of it is from Hashem's infinite kindness. There is no other cause. Therefore, if something is lacking, if something hurts, if something causes us some pain, the only explanation, the true explanation, the singularly significant explanation, is that it is the best thing for us, even if we do not understand. In this week's parsha, the Holy Torah says, Bezos yavoy aharon el kodesh With this, Aharon shall come into the sanctuary. Rabbi Nassim taught that this refers to Emunah, for it is impossible to draw near and enter into any holiness, any higher perception, or any knowledge of Hashem, except via holy Emunah. None of the wars and challenges that a person faces in serving Hashem can be won, except via holy Emunah. The Pasuk says, in Tehillim, Perch of Zion, Pasuk Gimel, Im tachan alay machan alay yir, if a camp encamps against me, my heart shall not fear. If a war shall rise up against me, in this I trust. That means that the essence of one's bitachon and hope is the emunah that is called this. It is the essence and foundation of all of Torah, and only through it can we enter the gates of holiness and be victorious in all of the wars that we encounter in serving Hashem. A person is forbidden to throw up his hands, to cease davening. Yet the minute after he finishes davening, when he realizes that the concealment continues, it is a sign that it is what is best for him in the present moment. Therefore he must proceed calmly and happily, because thank God he is in the creator of all world's hands, the master of all souls. Rav Shimon Yaroslavers, Chus lived a long life living to be almost a hundred years old. When asked what he had done to merit such a long life, he, repro- he replied, Whatever happened to me, I accepted with Emuna, knowing that it was all from Hashem and for the best. Therefore, I merited long life. He explained further, One who questions what happens to him and believes that he does not deserve what transpires in his life is sometimes summoned above, before his time, so that he can be shown that what was decreed upon him was necessary and that he had been judged justly and properly. However, for those people who accepted the decrees of heaven with love, there is no need to summon them to heaven to illustrate the ways of Hashem for them. Therefore, they live long lives. Eventually, we will realize that there are no punishments here. Hashem does not reject a person or distance him. The suffering is intended to draw him closer, just as the mechitz in shul is not meant to distance the women, but to draw them near. It is a pity when people see suffering and concealment as the Creator's separation from them. That is not His intention. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us dearly, so much that it cannot be comprehended by the human mind. Hashem wants all of us and waits for every Jew to return. Hashem wants all four sons of the Haggadah, even the evil son. The Yetzirah and the other side weaken a person's mind and implant in his heart the notion that Hashem abandoned him and that he is so distant that it is impossible for him to return. The truth is quite the opposite because Hashem's dominion is everywhere, even the most polluted places. This week's parsha says, Hashem itam b'soich tumasam, who dwells with them amid their contamination. Therefore we must know that Hashem is still with us. Every one of us, even the worst sinner in the world, so long as the person repeats this in his mind and infuses it into his heart, he will certainly have great hope his entire life to merit the path to true, true tshuva. 
Do we suffer gr- grief? Hashem lives the suffering with us. Hashem is with us. Hashem escorts us. He feels the challenge that we find ourselves in. He knows what we endure. He never forgets us. He loves us. Take strength. Turn to Him. Even if something does not go the way we wanted, we continue to have a moon in the Creator of the world, that He is all good and does only good. He is entirely compassionate. Everything He does is for the best. Even if we do not understand, we have a Muna. One who strengthens his amuna sweetens judgment and sees miracles. The Benishchai writes that when a person opens his mouth and says it is for the best, it nullifies the decree. If a person observes something that his intellect tells him is unquestionably not good, but he says, no, it is good, he transforms it into good. That is what the Benishchai writes. We must reach the point of thanking for the suffering. Master of the world, I say thank you with all my heart. I feel the love with which you love me. You feel the pain that I suffer and you nevertheless cause the pain to bring me closer. So thank you. That concludes the Torah portion of Rav Zulai's Light of Amunah. And now as we do every week, we conclude with the tefillah that Rav Zulai shares with us from his heart, his cry to Hashem. It is a very personal and intimate part of him and it reads, Master of the world, I yearn for the light that once was, the light of the beginning of tshuva. You once sent me such great light that I began to chase after it with all my might. I abandoned everything to begin an entirely new life, a life that I did not know at all. I only knew that it was true life. Light that transformed every Jew with a suit and a hat into a distinguished rav. It is a light that completely confused me, making me think that all of these quote-unquote black hatters all looked so alike to me, how would I ever be able to tell the difference? Light that turned every Shabbos and holiday into an aspect of the world to come, with so many preparations and so much excitement, with so many guests. The light of traveling to the graves of Tzadikim in the north every Erev Rosh Chodesh, returning from there renewed, pure, and sparkling. Master of the world, I want to return to the cries that once were, the tears that once were, the dances that once were, to the feeling that there was no Jew more important than me in all of creation, and maybe I was in the category of Mashiach. I want to return to the strength that you gave me to easily overcome my physical body and to coronate the soul. But in essence, Master of the world, I want to be here and now. True, everything is quieter, slower, harder, but everything is also deeper, more internal, truer. Master of the world, thank you for what was and thank you for what is. Have an awesome, uplifting, and wonderful Shabbos. You've been listening to the Light of Emuna Parsha podcast based on the teachings of the Orha Emuna weekly publication by Harav Menachem Azolai. This podcast is produced by Hillel Caps Productions, Lezecher Nishmas, Rachel Bas Yosef Zev. Translation and narration by Dove Elias. For more information about the Light of Amuna or to receive a weekly Parsha newsletter, please visit www.tloe.us.